Don't gang or don't bang. We here. Let's go. Winner take all playoff spot. Sunday night football. Chargers Raiders. It goes down this week. I am Jeffrey Feinbolt. I am your host here at Feinbolt week 18. We talk all things in the world of Chargers football through uh, my my eyes, my thoughts, my soul. And I can tell you out of the gate, friends, out of the gate, what an incredible feeling it is to control our own destiny. Our destiny is our own. Our destiny belongs to us. Because after that Houston game, that was a dark, that was a dark scene. And in many ways, it was a dark week in sort of uh, figuring out our to this moment. We needed help. We got the help. Followed by maybe one of the more complete Charger games of the year. Is there a game this year where we got contributions from offense, defense, and special teams? Probably not. So that's a nice way to head in to this huge matchup versus the Raiders this week here. Again, this is Feinbolt on Mayo Media Network. Thank you for joining. Don't forget, I already recorded a spread pick show this week with Pat and Tim. That was a banger, maybe one of our best of the year. And um, sooner than later, uh, my favorite show on the network with Pat Pozzola and Cam is going to be dropping uh, later this week. So check it out. We got you covered here. All things necessary for week 18 in the National Football League. A strange week. Not a lot of games mean a ton, but we saved the best for last, didn't we? Chargers, Raiders. And I got to tell you, out of the gate, um, I don't know what to expect. Well, I expect the Chargers to play great. But I don't know what we're going to get from a crowd in Las Vegas next week. It has been one of the weirder crowds in the NFL this year, consistently being um, overflown with opposing fans, opposing colors. I was in Vegas the week of the Bears game. You could not go three steps without seeing not just one Bears fan, but a flock of Bears fans. You see the pictures of the Raiders game. You see the picture, uh, sorry, the, Re- the, the Washington game. You see pictures of the Eagle game. I mean, week in, week out, it looks like a visiting invasion. Are the Chargers capable of pulling something like that off? Probably not. So I I have this paranoia that it's finally going to be a home game for the Raiders. And, you know, they could finally take advantage of some of that great home ice advantage we see so regularly um, since the hockey team. Hockey. I'm Canadian. I just said hockey team. The hockey team uh, that has gone on there and has gotten – Uh, Just the fan support that we have seen locally for the hockey team, we have yet to see show up inside the building for the football team. So that's a little bit of a paranoia. And I'm crazy enough, friends, to think the world is against us. We're playing the Raiders, a team that the league historically hates, a team that the league would do anything to not put above. Part of me is worried we're about to do a job for the Raiders, but that hopefully won't be the case as long as we play. Um, We play to our potential. And don't leave it for that. I truly believe the Chargers on offense will have no issues moving the ball. This is a Gus Bradley defense, a.k.a. it sucks. And it's full. It's filled with a consortium of ex-Chargers. Majority of them are pretty shitty themselves. So will the Chargers offense move the ball? Absolutely. Absolutely, the Chargers offense will move the ball. They want to play that single high safety. Herbert is going to tear them up. Another part of this game for Herbert I have not seen the numbers yet, guys, friends, gals, but I am convinced that we're going to play the Herbert rushing yards over. Let's think about that Rose Bowl. Let's think about that Rose Bowl uh, versus Wisconsin. I think it was Wisconsin, not Ohio. Yeah, versus Wisconsin. 
he had no issues just tucking and running and showing off that 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 40 speed and that athleticism there's no you know say throw it away protect it protect yourself no that all goes out the window I think Justin Herbert is going to be full throttle in this football game with his legs. Whenever there's an opportunity, there's no saving for tomorrow. There isn't. So I look back at that, that Rose bowl game or the biggest game of his career up until now and how much he ran. And if the Raiders want to spread him out and cover, that's going to leave plenty of opportunities just like that game versus Pittsburgh earlier this year. So I am fully expecting Justin Herbert to be taking off with his legs this week. I have not seen a number. Herbert to the over on rushing yards. That is something that I am uh, quite adamant about, to be perfectly honest. Uh, my fears in this game, well, I'll be honest, friends. As we get closer to it, my paranoia, my nerves, I'll be a bottle of nerves on Sunday. I have no doubts. But right now, it's this, as you could probably tell through the early segment, It's a, I, I'm confident. I'm confident. I look at these teams on paper, I look at the Chargers from a health perspective, uh, from a defensive perspective. This is, I mean, I don't think they've had this many starters on the field playing together in some time. In a microcosm, the defense was playing much better. Through the first part of the Kansas City game, it was playing better. Derwin James exits the Kansas City game. He misses all of the Houston game, and the defense bottoms out. Derwin James seems fully healthy. He took that full workload in that Bronco game on the weekend. He changes everything. I am sorry. He will take Darren Waller out of the game if that's what they choose to do. He will take Hunter Renfro out of the game if that's what the Chargers choose to do. Okay? That just That's just how dominant Derwin James is. He's going to be the most dominant player on the football field. And if that's an unfamiliar saying to you, you don't really watch a lot of Chargers games. You do not. So the Chargers with a defense that probably feels as healthy as it's been all year. Every member of the starting secondary, every member of the starting optimal D-line unit, and we're working our way through some linebacker through some linebacker situations, but I'm expecting Tranquil to play and I don't know. This is going to be rude, but Kenneth Murray had COVID last week and when I saw the report I honestly didn't mind. Like that's where we are with you Kenneth. But he feels, I feel like he, his snap count has certainly been supplanted by a, a handful of guys. And yeah, so I'm not expecting the Raiders to have the sort of offense, offensive performance that a lot of people are. I'm feeling a ceiling game coming from the Chargers. Some spike plays on that defensive side of the football. And again, so long as Gus Bradley, who seems so stubborn and an unwillingness to change, wants to roll out that single high safety that, that he is so famous for, I don't think Herbert will have any problems getting the ball down the field. Okay. Can the Raiders take advantage of the Chargers third down defense? Maybe, but I, yeah, probably, but I think the Chargers are in a much better position to exploit the Raiders lack of third down defense. So that's where I am. I have no question concerns about the Chargers being able to move the football. If the Chargers are able to contain Hunter Renfro, they will win this football game. It almost feels as simple as that to me. I'm cocky and I'm confident. And there's still a few more days until this football game. But let me tell you, the football game is in what, three days? Well, five months ago, I made some Charger bets. When you make futures, are you expecting it to come down to the last game of the season? Because that's what I'm sitting on right now. Five months for my CLV, friends. I've waited five months for this CLV. I've got Chargers, win total nine, minus 120. 
That's a push. That's a guaranteed push. That's the biggest bet Charger Futures sitting in my account. That's like 1,200 for 1,000. So that's a clean 1,000 if the Chargers win. If they lose, it's a straight push, win total nine. I have the Chargers to make the playoffs plus 115 for a big amount, 750 to be perfectly honest. I'm disclosing this to you. I actually might even have a little more on, on a offshore book uh, that I think was plus 125, but I'll have to search for that. So I've got my win total nine, my two make the playoffs plus 115 for heavy pieces. I don't have to put any money on this football game. Not at all. I'm also sitting on quite a large charity bet. Benjamin Albright, you remember me? Well, Albright told me before the year the Raiders were going to win more games than the Chargers. And I got hyper insulted. So insulted that I offered a bet to Albright, which he accepted, but it was a flimsy acceptance. But it's for charity, and, and I'm going to pay, and I will hold him to paying. But if the Chargers finish with a worse record than the Raiders, I owe 750 to a charity of Albright's choice. If the Chargers do finish higher than the Raiders, you know, I had to come up with some level of odds. I didn't think fair was even. Uh, Albright will have to give 500 to uh, what I will make a children's charity of my choice. So I'm, I'm, I'm in so steep to a game that, you know, I'm not even going to feel the money. And I know that's a gross thing to say in some respects, but if the Chargers lose, you think I'm going to like be sitting there thinking I lost the money? No, I won't. I won't. I won't. If the Chargers win, do you think I'm going to be sitting there thinking, oh, look at all this money I won? I won't. I won't. So that's just that reality of, of the situation. So I am in heavy on this game. But, hey, Chargers, a three-point favorite. I got, I got my great closing line value. Let's see if it comes home. Only waited five months for the closing line value, friends. Only waited five months. Am I worried about death swag? Yeah. Is that a rude thing to say? I don't know. That's for you guys to judge. But the whole John Madden thing, there's an element of death, death swag that hangs over the Raiders this week. We got to crush it. We've got to crush it. We've got to crush it. Do the Chargers, listen, the first head coach of me being insane about the Chargers was Marty Schottenheimer. I resonated with Marty. He replaced Mike Riley, who... Was a nice guy, but Mike Riley was the shits, was the shits. Not in like the way the kids nowadays say the shits are like a good thing. He was the straight running shits, was uh, Mike Riley. One of the worst NFL coaches I've ever seen, let alone when it happens to your favorite team. In comes Marty. He just totally changes the culture of Chargers football. Gives me an understanding of Chargers football that honestly I wasn't even ready for and in many ways I was unfamiliar with. But the coach that made me hate the Raiders, the coach that emphasized Raider week was Coach Schottenheimer. And that makes sense from his days in Kansas City, so he goddamn despises the Raiders. Well, it's Raider week, and it's for everything, and it's for you, Coach. And I wish I had one of my Marty sun hats beside me right now. Nothing like that classic look, the Marty, the Marty sun hat, golf hat, with uh, the classic Marty aviators. Oh, my God. I could tear, I could tear up just thinking about coach right now, but yeah, I mean, we don't have an element to compete with the death swag of John Madden. We do not at the moment. Love John Madden. Yeah. So that, that sorry. 
there'll never be another John Madden. It's easy to say. We're never going to care about anyone in the booth ever again like that. Like, it's just not going to work like that. The way sports is going, where that, that main broadcast feels significantly less important than it ever did. The future of sports broadcasting probably involves a lot of um, hyper niche side broadcasts. You know, obviously the Manning cast is something that has gained prominence. And there's rumors that Alex Rodriguez might be doing that for the MLB Sunday night baseball game. And I think as we go forward, we're going to like, you'll have a Chargers Raiders game. And I think maybe there'll be like a gambling sub subcast official or unofficial. This is just where we're going, but at some point official, You'll have like the gambling um, subcast. You'll have the Chargers specific subcast and you'll have like the Raider fandom specific subcast. So that, that is the future and, and there'll never be another, um, there'll never be another John Madden ever. I said it a few times when he passed away, but John Madden was the entry point to football for an entire generation of boys and girls. And I am part of that generation. And John Madden is the reason that we sit at home on Sunday um, with no doubts. And you can't convince me I'm wrong that we could run a two minute drill time uh, play clockwise and time, time management, a two minute drill better than 85% of coaches in the last 25 years. And that is 100% to John Madden unequivocally to John Madden. And guess what? You could think like, I don't think, I laugh at when people say, oh, I could be the GM of the team or I could do that. It's like, no, there's so much that we don't know that goes into it. The thing is, if I, if I ran an NFL team, I would make my coach in the same way. If you want to go to space, you got to do like thousands of simulations in one of those little, um, you know, pod bubble things where you simulate the whole experience. I would require my coach like a tutor, like, no, oh, oh, sorry, you can't go home yet. You've got to do 52 minute drill simulations, which are essentially just more glorified versions of Madden. And I'm not saying the coach has to make the plays and run the plays and hit X and Y, but he's got to be just be making the decisions. <laughs> I know that might sound really weird, but wouldn't like having exponentially more reps in a situation make you exponentially better and more prepared for that situation in the future. That's just me. Now, listen, that comes from having Anthony Lynn as a coach, and I would have demanded it. I would have made him sleep in that goddamn chamber. So there's that. Uh, I don't know if you guys were able to notice, but I am, I am over-medicated right now on something. I don't think I got the vid, but I got something here. And I've just been crushing pills. Oh boy. Yeah. Like you feel it. Whole body weak. But then you get those pure adrenaline moments thinking about the game on Sunday. Like lightning shoots through my body and I just explode. If somebody saw me who didn't know me, I would just be like, sorry, man, I got Tourette's. Self diagnosed. Sometimes it's just like shaking my chair. I don't know what that's about. Yeah. So here it is. Sunday Raiders for everything. It's so important to me that Herbert and Staley get to play their first playoff game. It is. 
people might over I over people might think I'm overstating the importance of that, but I, I don't think I am one bit. I, I don't think I am. Jalen Hurts gonna get a place first playoff game. Joe Burrow's gonna get a place first playoff game. I want to play my first playoff game. I think it is absolutely imperative that the Chargers get this step and get that win Sunday. And going to Kansas City for wild card weekend. Don't get me wrong. From the bottom of my soul, I would only want it to work out for the Chargers, but I'm no fool. It would be an entire house money situation. And maybe you could say that's just how Charger fam would convince themselves of it to take the pressure off, but I don't care because I told Kansas City, I don't want to make that comment, but we'll see. I would love the op. I would be honored to have the opportunity to stab Kansas City in the heart, looking at them in the eye. And if they win this game, they'll get that opportunity. And that would be pretty exciting for the Chargers. And, you know, I, I still believe Kansas City is the team to beat. Like, who's going to win the AFC? If you're making me pick right now, I would pick Kansas City. But they have allowed every single good team with, a, with an exciting young quarterback to get self-belief that they can beat Kansas City. The Chargers, I'm certain, believe they could beat Kansas City. You know, for a fact, the Bengals believe they could beat Kansas City. Everything the Bills did in the last year is essentially to make themselves a better opponent for Kansas City. I know that um, the Titans could beat Kansas City. They did it this year. So, like, that's the thing. I don't think there's a team in the picture that is afraid of Kansas City. But last year, that wouldn't have been the answer. The Chargers don't even need to make the picture. I mean, the Raiders would fear Kansas City. I mean, they lose to them by 50 burgers each time. And Gus Bradley plays that pathetic single high safety. Well, everyone else in the league plays that two shell as a way to maybe chill out Kansas City and give yourself a fighting chance. Gus Bradley's a bozo. The Chargers are coming for it. Chargers are coming for it. Denzel Perryman, Casey Hayward, Damon Square. Half their defense is ex-Chargers. I'm coming for it. Bolt gang or don't bang. Hopefully this is not the season finale of fine bolt. Hopefully there's a wild card week edition of fine bolt. I will not decompress a loss with a fine bolt. Okay. If the chargers lose, all you'll get from me is probably the saddest sack you've ever seen on a Monday morning doing a Sony open preview show with Mayo and then I'll just have to take the shrapnel from Anderson the next day as we record next week's uh, spread picks. But if Bolt Gang wins, then baby, we're going to Arrowhead. We're going to Arrowhead. Please. I'm going to close this out by um, giving credit where it's due. And that is fully to the Las Vegas Raiders. In season preview content, I love the Raiders under. As we got to the midpoint of the season and they started to sort of throw up all over themselves through a myriad of incidents, it was like, no way is this team going to survive this. Well, now they're here and they're my problem now. And, and, and they've been incredible. Have they gotten some breaks like COVID situations, the Browns game? Absolutely. Having Wentz not be able to practice all week, but still play. I, I guess that had an impact. Um, 
But in like the COVID lottery of football players and missing games, I do feel like the Raiders have gotten the better draw, but that is what it is. You know, if your aunt was your uncle, I don't even know what I just said. I don't really even know what that means. I just feel like I've heard that before. Um, so I, I, I said, yes, the Raiders have had breaks, but you could, I'll just say this. They probably deserve the breaks they've gotten. Because the cluster expletives that they've had to deal with this year on and off a football field, you can't help but but feel for them. And I can sense like a large majority of the NFL public, you know, has this great sense of accomplishment that the Raiders have made it here and maybe they make it farther. And I can't deny that. I can't take anything away from that. Now, I also, you know, in sort of the radio hits I did yesterday and people kind of filling my ear, there is this like desire, I think, from the neutral to see the Chargers win just based on maybe the Chargers' ability to play more entertaining postseason games. I could understand that, especially when you consider the likely scenario the winner of this game gets to play the Chiefs. The Raiders give up 50 burgers to the Chiefs. The Chargers um, won on a last-second walk-off versus the Chiefs and lost in overtime versus the Chiefs. So the Chargers and the Chiefs, could make for some amazing football round three at arrowhead oh baby let's go but we gotta take care of raiders first we gotta take care of the raiders first and i think it's a special night for for that organization it is their first um really special game and we've seen their crowd be shit all year, but it was pretty strong week one versus the, the ravens on monday night and i kind of am expecting the same thing so that's my paranoia. I think, you know, the Chargers, unfortunately, they don't have what other fan base have to go invade. But, baby, I love you. SoCal represent. Get in there. Represent for us. Powder up that place. Let's go. Fine Bolt out next week, wildcard weekend. Please, please, I want to be doing a show. Please. Okay, Justin, come on. Be a hero, baby. Let's cut some air. Gus Bradley, you're mine.